Welcome to the Chin Lounge. You've stumbled on one of our short episodes called The Mini Bar, where we discuss a current relevant topic pertaining to the travel industry. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Out Custom Travels and creator of Fam with Intention. And I'm Corrine, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journeys Travel Company. We won't let you leave without some excess baggage, so stay with us until the end. 2020 has been the year of the podcast for the travel industry. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Tin Lounge was created this year, and we've also seen many travel advisors start their own podcasts to reach their clients. On this week's episode, we'll talk about what it takes to start a podcast along with some of our current industry favorites. And doesn't take much. No, not really. It just, it just takes a willing spirit and some elbow grace, I guess. Um, but the podcast has been so huge this year that yes. um, Trav Market Media, part of Travel Booster Online, Trav Market Media um, became a podcast network. And that's the network yes. that we're on, along with some other incredible podcasts. Yes. So if you're listening, go and check that out because um, there are a couple of my favorites on there. Like I love Hey Travelpreneur with Nicole Barrett. And mm -hmm. the, one of the newest ones is by Nikita, um, who is the owner and creator of Travel Agent Collective. So her podcast That's the is Travel Lab. Awesome. Yep. And if you go to travmarketmedia.com, you can see all of the podcasts and they are all travel industry podcasts. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, so when we first started out, I feel like we had no idea what we were doing. I mean, in general, I was like, I know we need a mic <laughs> and, yeah. and that's it. Well, luckily, uh, our good friend Kate from Travel Pro Theory was so, so sweet that she actually re recorded us like a quick little tutorial video of um, the the platform she was using. She, I think she might still be using it. She uses to record. We started using that, but then it became an issue because it wasn't compatible with iOS. Um, so we switched, but it was so, so nice of her to take the time to let us know, like super easy, do this, click here, do that, and you're good to go. Um, so it always helps to have someone like a Someone who already angel. knows, who, who's <laughs> yeah. already been in it. So first off, when you are looking to do a podcast, what would you say should be their, one of their first considerations? Well, I, I mean, first you need to have an idea like of what the concept of the podcast is. So that's not equipment wise. It takes almost nothing uh, with an internet connection. There's a bunch of different ways that you can record, edit and post without any cost. Right. Right. Um, you know, you need microphone and headphones just for sound purposes. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're linking in the notes, the microphone that both Teresa and I use, that's like $30, I think. Yeah, on the it's Amazon. super reasonable. Yeah. But obviously, the first step is what is the concept of the podcast? And will you be doing it alone? Will you have guests? Will you get a partner? To me, the thought of doing a podcast alone was out of the question. Um, <laughs> a lot of the podcasts that I love listening to are too two people bouncing back and forth or sometimes even a panel. Um, but usually it's two personalities um, 
that complement each other, that are having a conversation. Those are the ones I like. And so for me, that was the only way to go. And that's why you were the only choice. Too. Well, I'm so glad you reached out because I had wanted to do one too, but the thought of doing it by myself, I'm like, but what am I going to talk about? Yeah. So it really helps to have someone to have a conversation with, and that makes it easier. And also you have someone who can validate your insecurities um, or validate you when you feel insecure. Um, yeah, but having said that, that doesn't mean you shouldn't do one alone. Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, be mindful of the time if it's just you. And then you have people like Whitney Schindler from Masters in Travel, where she just has guests on every episode, sometimes more than one. Um, and that and that keeps everything fresh and moving. There's a lot of different ways you can do it. Right. You don't have to go find a permanent mm-hmm. co-host. To me, that was what I wanted, but that doesn't mean that's the only way that works. Right. And if you um, want a great podcast, that Masters in Travel podcast is amazing. Yeah, I am learning so much from Whitney and all her guests. And I know she has mostly travel advisors on there, but she also has some um, experts who are outside of the industry, which gives some great perspectives. So I would add that to the list for when you're doing errands, chores, whatever it is, and want to learn something along the way. Um, Absolutely. Once you figure out what you're going to talk about, you know, that, that also speaks to whether or not you're going to be speaking to other advisors or if you're going to be speaking to your clients, because that, those are completely different style. Yes, Um, exactly. So the ones that I've seen when it's advisors talking to clients, they typically have topics that relate to destinations or experiences. Mm -hmm. They will bring guests on as well, but it's going to be geared towards um, something that's consumer facing versus business development for advisors. Yeah. And I think strike while the iron is hot. If you had it in your head that you wanted to do something like that, that now's the time. Everyone is looking for um, some travel content, something to feed their desire that they cannot fulfill physically in a lot of cases. So this is a great time. And and if you have a clientele that you can market to, that's a start. Um, But don't be afraid. It seems intimidating, but it is so, so easy and can be done on a shoestring of a budget, if anything. Um, So just go for it for sure. Right. And once you decide what it is that you're going to be talking about, the next consideration would be what platform are you going to be using to broadcast your podcast? So when we first started out, what we were using was this platform called Cast. And that was the one that Corrine was referring to earlier where it just wasn't compatible with iOS. So when we would bring guests on and they were on an Apple or Mac product, it was such a hassle trying to get them to be like synced up with what we needed. Um, so we switched over to another platform, which is what we're using now called Zencaster. Um, and these have free and paid versions. However, there is another one, I think it's called Anchor or something, where it's completely Mm -hmm. free. You don't even need a separate mic. You can just use your phone. Um, And when you have guests on, they can also just access it on their phone as well, and you don't need any specific equipment. So there are a lot of other platforms that you guys can look into, but that's the next consideration um, for you to figure out, you know, what direction you want to take. Absolutely. 
And also um, for recording, there are, I know Nicole sometimes from Hey Travelpreneur just does a Zoom session and downloads the MP3. Now what Teresa and I do is we open up a Google Meet window because we, you know, we're never traveling together. And that's a, something we need to talk about too, right? Everyone's like, how are you going to record from Mexico? And we talked about it last week. It's we've never recorded together. So, but we want to see each other's face. So we open the Google Meet window. We mute ourselves in that. So that's just so we can see each other and we record in Zencaster. However, if you do Zoom, you can get both in one um, and then download the MP3. So it really does not have to be complicated or hard. We prefer this way, be, well, Teresa does all the editing, in case you didn't know. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Zencaster records each of our voices on a separate track. And I think there are some benefits to that. Um, I don't even try to understand it. I focus on um, excess baggage, news reels, and show notes, and Teresa focuses on <laughs> editing. <laughs> right. So um, Yeah, so I do enjoy having separate tracks for both of our voices because sometimes your guest might have a microphone that will broadcast them a bit softer or louder and you want to be able to balance that out. At least I do. Yeah. So I yeah. use Audacity, which is completely free. It's a free program. And I just insert in our, um, our two little voice things and then edit from there and then it's done. So that's the tool that I use to edit. And we don't, we don't do a lot of editing. I know there are podcasts out there that will be meticulous and edit out every verbal pause and just make sure everything is perfect. We're, mm -mm, we don't have time for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but we're not professional podcasters. Like we are full-time travel advisors. Yes. And we want it to be real and authentic and conversational. So we aren't interested in having everything perfected. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably a personality thing. Um, so there are certainly people out there, and we're both Virgos, right? Yes. So it's kind of weird that we're not, too meticulous about it, but, uh, the, you know, if it's your personality and you want to edit out everything and make it perfect, go for it. But we, we take the easy road and just keep it natural. I think we have become more self-aware and we prioritize what we worry about. And I think this yeah. is, even though we love it so much, I mean, sometimes I think, you know, if you listen to the beginning episodes, you'll hear my dog walking around and like shaking her head and you'll hear her call her. <laughs> and, you know, I think that it doesn't take away from the show. If there's something super annoying happening in the background, of course, I will just remove that. But um, for the most part, I think we've prioritized what um, we want to focus on. Speaking of that... Uh, where are you recording from today? I am recording Teresa. from the beautiful east coast of Florida in this small town called Vero Beach. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Teresa has been quite the um, digital nomad lately, recording from here, recording from there. Yes, and I feel like this was such a great um, time for me to be away because there is currently like a boil water notice in Tampa, so I would have been so irritated if yeah. I had um, continued to stay there this week. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to take this opportunity to bring something else up. So as we all know, Teresa has been bouncing around quite a bit. She's been in Mexico, Key West, uh, been doing quite a few things. And I 
I have been a little bit of a bully to Teresa, but I feel good about the result because Teresa has launched <laughs> a course called Fam with Intention. Uh, if you follow Get Out Custom Travels on social media, you know that Teresa is a master at building relationships with suppliers and properties. And uh, the way that she tells a story in social media is very engaging to both travelers and other advisors. And so I kind of bullied her a little bit, like you really need to be sharing this skill because it isn't necessarily a natural God-given skill. And I know that a lot of advisors really want to develop that skill. And so she finally launched a course and it's amazing. And you can find that on famwithintention.com. And she's got a great little freebie about writing captions, which I know I struggle with. <laughs> I'm sure most of us do. And she's just so good at all of those things. So I would uh, go take a look. Yeah, at I really I want to thank you for pushing me to do this because I feel like sometimes we are caught up in this whole thing of what if like that, everyone knows how to do that. You know, like there's really nothing for me to share. There's really nothing for me to teach. Um, so I really thank you for pushing me to do that because everyone who has been part of the course has really found value in it. And I really love seeing people improve and I really love sharing. So. Yeah. I I'm so thrilled that you did it. And I, it was something missing. Like there's just, no easy way to learn that stuff. Right. And so I think you're really filling in a gap and it was much needed. So right. I'm so excited. I mean, I, I realized that, you know, fam trips are great in and of themselves in growing a business because you get to learn about a destination, you get to meet new suppliers and, you know, all that good stuff. But a lot of folks were missing out on the marketing potential of their fam experience and they could do so much yeah. more with it and they just didn't know how to. So I was like, I'm just going to do a step-by-step -step course to walk them through the process because then after you do it a, a few times, you'll know how to do it. It's a yep. skill that they can build up and use it for future trips, even things that are not fam trips. So that's something that I'm really excited about um, just to see people uh, use social media to their advantage. And imagine if you start a podcast and you record from all of those fam trips. Yes. <laughs> it all works together. Yes, exactly. That would be I know I recorded <laughs> from Club Med. Um, yeah, it's a it's a great part of the circle, I think. Yeah, I mean, podcasting is such a great tool, and I think a lot of folks don't see it as a great marketing tool. Um yeah. Because you can literally be recording from anywhere. Like I bring my little mic around with me whenever I travel just to get a better sound, but you can do it from anywhere. Absolutely. So I know what my one top tip is. So I'm going to lay it out there. We will definitely recap the tools that you need. But before I forget, always, always, every single solitary time, do a sound check. <laughs> uh, if you don't do a sound check and you record a spectacular episode and then you realize that you're echoing because you forgot to put in your headphones or like Teresa and I have to mute ourselves on the Google uh, Meet so that we don't have double sound, how devastating would it be? And I've we haven't done it because we were given the same warning by Kate, but I have heard many people Oh God, I recorded the best episode and it 
it's unsalvageable, you know. Yeah, or your mic's not so, on and nothing was being recorded and it's just yes. silence. Yeah, or you're recording from your computer mic, which sounds like garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would be my top tip. Do you have a top tip? That's probably your top tip too. Well, I mean, it's the biggie. Yeah, that, that is a biggie. <laughs> um, my top tip is the top tip that I use for everyone and it's just to do it. Mm-hmm. And if you feel really called and drawn to do a podcast, just go ahead and do it. It's not going to be perfect the first time around. I know now Karine and I are very comfortable just chatting and recording. But in the beginning, I feel like we were so nervous. Like, I don't know if you were nervous, but I was oh. very, oh, yeah. very nervous. Yeah. <laughs> now I feel like even when I'm guesting on a podcast, we can just get on five minutes before and be like, oh, what do you want to talk about? And we just Yeah, exactly. Uh, but before it felt like, this huge like I had to task. prep like I had to take an hour prior to recording to get into the right the right mindset and I used to have to take a few nips of you know Jameson um <laughs> before getting on to just calm my nerves but you know now that we've been doing it for a little bit it feels more natural and the more you do something the more natural it'll feel so literally anything, anything anything in life there's only one way to get good at something and that is to do it mm-hmm. repeatedly yeah. practice makes perfect period doesn't matter what it is that's the only thing that's going to get you better at something um all right so basically four things you need and some actually okay so you need a microphone and you need some headphones those headphones are going to keep you from having double sound mm-hmm. That's why those are so important. I will say that Zencaster has some magical thing in it that helps reduce that if you forget, but headphones and microphone. Then you need the platform for recording and then editing, but sometimes you get those in one. So like Cast, the first thing we were using, that was all in one tool. Um, Zencaster, we used the free version and then Teresa uses the free audacity to edit it. I think if we paid for Zencaster, we might get editing capabilities. Well, even though our first platform had editing in it, I still edit, took it off of that platform to edit in audacity. Oh, that's because right. They're, they're, that's they're, right. If it's built in, it's very limited in what you can edit. So I want, and audacity is just for audio editing. And so there are so many tools. I haven't used all of them. And I just discovered like a new thing last month. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? I could have saved so much time um, yeah. with editing. So even though it has a built-in editor, I still take it off and use Audacity. Right. So it really is that simple. And then uh, you, you're going to want to submit it to each of the different platforms mm-hmm. for publishing. Yes. Uh, Apple was the most, it took the longest, I think, but you've got Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon has podcasts. podcasts. Um, Yeah, just so many. And each of them, it's very easy. Once you have the platform set up, there is this little URL that you'll just copy and paste and submit it to those different um, listening platforms. And they and always remember the University of Google. Each one just say submit my podcast to Stitcher, submit my podcast to Spotify, and it'll give you the breakdown step by step. It isn't difficult. I know it sounds nuts, but it's super easy and it doesn't cost you anything to post your podcast Mm -hmm. in these places. Yeah, I mean, I think we've about covered it. 
Yeah, I mean, it really is that simple. That's the funny part. Um, should we do some headlines? Yeah, I am so ready for excess baggage. All right. It's time for excess baggage, which is just a speed round of headlines So you're, that are pretty self-explanatory. I'm already tripping. <laughs> Help us. Uh, so you can learn a lot in just a couple of minutes. From the ASTA Advisor Daily Email, Business Travel News says that Delta Airlines and KLM on December 15th will begin operating COVID-tested flights from Atlanta to Amsterdam, on which all passengers will have completed a COVID-19 testing protocol, enabling them to avoid quarantine upon arrival in the Netherlands. The program, open only to certain passengers, is similar to one Delta and Alitalia this week announced for service between the United States and Italy. According to Travel Market Report, this week TripAdvisor officially launched Reco, a vacation building platform that matches consumers with a trip designer slash travel advisor who builds their dream trip for them through the TripAdvisor platform. For consumers, Reco allows those who typically book online to get the assistance of a designer through the TripAdvisor platform, giving them the option of working with an advisor who will provide confidence, Their trip is safer and more enjoyable with personalized guidance, value, and inspiration, TripAdvisor said. They also report that American Airlines announced that it would start offering its guests $129 at-home COVID-19 tests ahead of travel, giving them the option in order to avoid quarantines. Travel Weekly reports that more than 150,000 people applied for test sailings with Royal Caribbean. The participation in this, excuse me, The participation in and sentiment of the comments and conversations on the Volunteer of the Seas group has been incredibly motivating, the line said in a statement. It's refreshing to be reminded of all the people out there who are excited about the possibility of sailing and eager to come on board a Royal Caribbean international ship again. Another article from Travel Weekly says that Expecting slow vaccine rollout, airlines keep pushing for tests. It's really important that governments don't wait for vaccines to get here and don't take their foot off the pedal, said James Wiltshire, Assistant Director for Government Affairs for IATA, during the trade group's recent annual general meeting, which this year was held virtually. One more headline for them says that Norwegian Cruise Line is considering the possibility that it may end up resuming its cruise operations in Europe prior to launching for many U.S. ports. According to Cruise Center, which cites a letter from the company sent to the line's senior officers. Go check out a great article from Travel Age West called Here's Why Travel Advisors Should Be Booking Their Clients' Bucket List Travels Now. A quote from Mimi Lichtenstein, the founder and custom travel advisor behind Truve Travel, says There's this feeling that life is short and you never know what will happen. So rather than save the best for last, plan the top destinations first. I'm with Mimi on this one. And one last article from afar says that four European train operators plan to reestablish sleeper train routes between major cities like Paris and Vienna starting December 2021. And that's it for Excess Baggage. Just a reminder that all the articles we've referenced today can be found in the show notes. Please remember that we didn't write the news, we're just sharing it. If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and or share the show. Also, head on over to our Facebook and Instagram pages, which are both under the Tin Lounge. We'll link them in the show notes. Next week, we'll be doing our full episode. If you have any questions or comments or want to just say hello, send us a DM or email us at hello at the tinlounge.com. And I just want to cut in here and just mention that... Whenever we get messages on Instagram and Facebook about how much you guys are enjoying this podcast, it really makes our day. I know it makes my day um, whenever I hear that. (laughs) So thank you guys. 
<laughs> yes, thank you so much. And we will see you next week. Like we do it, like we do it, like we do it.